Mark Twain, Winston Churchill, and Woodrow Wilson have all been quoted saying either this quote or something similar. If you want me to speak for two minutes, it will take me three weeks of preparation. If you want me to speak for 30 minutes, it will take me a week to prepare. If you want me to speak for an hour, I am ready right now. How much preparation do you put into any presentation that you give? Hi, I'm Kathy Rotes. I'm an executive leadership coach, certified with John Maxwell, and an upper level leader of a direct selling company. I get to teach and coach leadership and practice what I preach with my growing team. It's no secret that every person in the world is unique. Each person has unique strengths and talents. They may be similar to another's, but it's not the same. If we know this, then why do we get frustrated with ourselves when we try something the same way someone else did it and they succeeded at it, but it does not work for us? We are forgetting that our strengths and talents make us different. We need to be thinking differently to cater to who we are. When someone or something says no to us, let's get excited about that challenge. Let's lean into it. Let's find our yes. This podcast will challenge your thinking and your habits. We will challenge you to go for no so you can be blessed with a yes. Welcome to the podcast that will challenge you in thinking differently. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number 79, Preparing to Present. Next week, I will be teaching at a leadership academy all about presenting and training. It's a a two-hour class, so it's really not much time to talk about something that's so deep and powerful. Uh, But but it's enough time to kind of learn a few big tricks and practice what you learn. That's probably the biggest shocker for anyone who attends my class is it's not a class where I'm just going to give you speaking tips. It's a class where you have to deliver a video before class even starts. Just a two-minute video, that's all, about something that you've learned lately. Or you could talk about your hobby. Or you, you can talk about whatever you want. Just two minutes. The video needs to be sent to me before class even starts. And then during class, we are going to learn three strong takeaways. And we're going to practice what we learned. We're going to put it into action and re-record a video. Well, before the recording can really happen, there's preparation that needs to be done. We need to write the presentation. We need to think it through. We need to practice it. Whew. There's a lot happening in two hours. <laughs> well, in the next few weeks, I am also preparing for a 20-minute presentation. And, you know, it's really good for me to go have this opportunity uh, to practice what I'm teaching because I feel the anxiety that my students feel. I feel the nerves. I feel the, the kind of hyperventilating, hyperventilating happening within my, my chest. Uh, I have the fear that kicks in. But you know what? If I just follow my steps, ta, it works. It totally works. So here, here's one piece of the training that, that I give to anyone who I'm working with with a presentation. I have seven steps to create a perfect presentation. And it's in the visual of an upside down triangle. So imagine a triangle with the base of it or the flat part of it at the top and then the point at the bottom. 
Step number one goes at the top of your triangle, which is the flat base. Uh, completely write out your presentation. A good presentation, actually, the actual presenting of it's the easy part. It's the writing of it that is the challenge, but that's where the gold really sits. I highly recommend that any presentation that you ever need to give is written out completely, completely written out. Once that's done and perfected and what you want it to be, step number two is you need to practice this seven times out loud. Literally, stand up in your office or in your home. I always like to shut the blinds and close the door so nobody sees me talking to myself. But get that written presentation in your hand and practice it seven times. Read it. Just read it from the paper seven times out loud. How you think about or how you read different things is much different than how you say it out loud. So that's why you need to be in position, in, in the right uh, environment. That's why standing is what I usually do. Uh, and, and speaking it out loud to really hear if that's what you want it to be. Okay, then step number three. Well, now it's time for you to start slimming down your content. Because when you present anything, if it's informal, one-on-one -on -one with somebody, or if it's formal, you don't want to read it from a paper. So you want to start slimming down your content to just be bullet points, high-level bullet points. And then step number four, grab your slimmed-down version of bullet points and practice it seven times out loud. Whoa, seven times out loud. All you have in front of you are the bullet points. The more that you practice it, the more you're going to realize where your gaps are. Maybe you're forgetting a transition or you're forgetting the words that you want to say or you're forgetting a whole section. That's why we're practicing it seven times. We're starting to memorize it as well. Okay, step number five. Step number five, you need a note card. So it's time to go get yourself a note card. It doesn't have to be the tiny note card. It can be the bigger note card and I don't care what color it is. But now is the time to take those bullet points from step number three and create a table of contents and write it on the note card. You should have more white space on your note card than words. This isn't math class in high school where you are allowed to take a note card into the test and you filled it in front and back with really tiny text. Yeah, that's not what this is. This is just a tool to help you feel comfortable just in case you forget something. Again, maybe it's a tough transition or a, a whole section that you, you lose your place. And that's exactly how you need to think of this. If I were to lose my place during the presentation, how can I quickly get myself back on track? Well, if I had my entire printout of the words exactly how I want to say it, I'm not going to find where I'm, where I'm at. I'm going to waste more time looking at my document, making awkward moments, <laughs> Than, than truly getting back on track. So this note card is only for those tips and hints that get you back on track. And then guess what? Step number six, practice it seven times out loud in the same position as when you are going to present it. You're practicing this presentation so much that it is going to be memorized. You're just going to use the note, note, note card as a guide. And what usually happens is you don't really use the note card anymore. Many times during class, people will take their note card up with them, but they never look at it. 
because they have it so embedded within them that they don't need it, but it's a, it's a comfort, right? It's kind of like my blue blankie when I was younger. I would travel with my blue blankie. It was my comfort. Yeah, so is the note card. Then step number seven, put it away. Put the note card away. Put the bullet points away. Put the paper away. Go stand in your office. Present it seven times out loud with nothing in your hands. Really, that's the ideal because we want to make sure it's so memorized. We don't want to put anything in your hands that's going to be a distraction. It's like giving somebody a pen that has a clicker. I mean, how annoying is that when you're sitting in a meeting and people are clicking and they don't even realize they're clicking? Well, the same thing happens when we have a note card in our hand. So step number seven, no prompts, stand up, talk out loud, share your presentation. Okay, what do you think? What do you think? Do you do this? Will you do this? Why would you do this? <laughs> you know, what's really the reality of this system? Who, who really uses this tool? And when? When would you use it? Okay, if you're a pastor or if you're a speaker or teacher or a leader delivering some kind of address, sure, they're probably using something similar. But to be honest, I see many people in those situations take up notebooks of handwritten notes. So I can't even say they're using this system. But what about those informal times? What about when you have an important message that you want to deliver to somebody? Maybe you want to deliver something to your boss or a client or a spouse or a family member. I mean, seriously, this preparation is critical, especially if it's a touchy situation. You don't, you don't want to be, be caught off guard and lose track of the objective of the conversation because of maybe what somebody else is saying back to you. We need to put more effort into preparation. We need to put more effort into the words that we want to say. You know, the big danger here is we wing it way too often. I've sat in, in church services where, goodness gracious, I got what they were saying in the first five minutes, but 70 minutes later, we're still saying the same thing. We don't want to kill our audience by talking too much. So put more energy into preparing your words that you want to say. Please, please, please put more energy into those words. You know, part of this quote says, if you want me to speak for two minutes, give me three weeks to prepare. Yeah, seriously, three weeks. What are we going to do in three weeks? Well, you're going to think and choose your words wisely. You're going to sleep on it. You're going to rewrite it. You're going to talk to yourself. And you need to practice your tone and your emphasis. So as we wrap up this episode, above anything, I want to encourage you to create a habit of preparation. Don't wing it. You'll be more credible and better received. Create a habit of preparation. We'll see you next time. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class. Please follow this podcast, visit our websites, and follow Unity Consulting and Chef Kathy on Facebook. That's chef, like a cook, C-H-E-F. Be sure to share this with your friends. 
I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.